Okay, so um, I did actually publish a story about this. I'm sure you guys saw it. Uh, basically, a lot of people were like asking, you know, did FaZe break any laws That's right. when they signed High Sky? For those that don't know, maybe you don't follow competitive Fortnite. Um, basically, High Sky was a young player who, who is very good, very talented. Um, right. And a bit of a novelty because Stream you know, as I get into bed, Lewis feels rich man. Feels rich man. Um, yeah, I know. Competitive Fortnite, it's an oxymoron. It, it's sort of, it's sort of a thing. That's that's a conversation for another day. But anyway, uh, basically, he's he's quite a, quite a desirable acquisition for a gaming organization because I think it's fair to say. Although I saw a commenter on my fucking YouTube channel try and tell me that a study has proven Fortnite actually has more older people playing it than young, you know, than like younger people playing it, which is absolute nonsense. Didn't link the study, of course. But um, I think it's fair to say that Fortnite uh, skews young as an audience um, because you know it, it. It's you see kids that dancing at school it's been de deemed a cool thing all the celebrities are involved all of the fortnite streamers seem to be more like children's entertainers than more adult streamers if you like so imagine having a player who's in that kind of peak age you know supposedly 13 uh which is the big demographic in fortnite and this kid can play to a professional standard and seems a nice likable kid by all accounts so obviously phase dipped in signed him up because they're just cynical bastards and just want to make money and uh you know they that's what phase do and it, obviously it's good for high sky because he gets the benefit of the fact that there's a massive overlap isn't there between the kind of person that might gravitate towards Fortnite and the kind of person that might gravitate towards phase because uh, you generally tend to grow out of wanting to be in the clout gang and finding people waving piles of money uh to a camera you generally run about 17 18 you probably start to grow out of that a little bit in fact you know i remember when i was growing up uh we were very clear about how gauche and tasteless that all was because first of all um i was i'm old well not old enough to remember but old enough to remember being told about the you know because i grew up during the miners strikes in the uh 80s and i'm old enough to remember my uncles coming home from uh, strikes and eventually telling me about how the police that came up from london uh were making triple overtime to basically smash the strikers in the colliery town i lived in and uh, they would to try and get the uh, miners to fight them so they could arrest them they would pull out wads of money and and would wave them at the miners to taunt them into action because thatcher's britain was a dark time and the police were all absolute tools of uh, of an evil fucking bitch she's dead i'm not ding dong you know let's have a drink anyway um also, I mean, to, to kind of encapsulate that Thatcherite sentiment, there was a Harry Enfield character called Loads of Money. And what Loads of Money used to do was his answer to everything was, uh, you know, I've got loads of money. And he, hey, I'm a moron with loads of money. And he would wave a wedge of money into the camera. That is what FaZe do now, isn't it? So, I mean, you know, just saying that basically... Um, <laughs> Yeah, only cunts and children think that's cool. 
So, you know, just, just talking about what part of overlap there might be. Anyway, High Sky, um, you know, is a very desirable uh, acquisition for a gaming organization. Now, it obviously turned out that he'd lied about his age, and FaZe knew he'd lied about his age, because we know from the Tifu lawsuit that um, you're not even a real journalist. Basically, Face signed the 11-year-old knowing right. he was 11. That was the allegation. We've seen video clips of um, Face players going, "Man, I can't believe you're 11." And High Sky going, "I'm 13. You're getting it wrong. I'm 13. I've always been 13." We also have seen the embarrassing fucking uh, Nightbot thing. Over in his Twitch channel, where if you put age, exactly. I was 11 two years ago. Gotti! Well, yeah, Gotti indeed. So, this becomes a problem. Because, first of all, whether he was 13 or 11, he would still be classified as a minor in the eyes of California state law. Um, and then, um, and, and then second of all, he's actually, uh, because he signed when he was 11, he's actually below a threshold, uh, a very important threshold, because the, the, there's a distinction that starts at 12. Basically what it says is that anyone under 12 can only, um, work if they are self-employed, if it's like, uh, uh, and they obtain... Uh, a, a special permit for a family or they get an entertainment exemption permit so let's just get into the story and i'll give you the broad strokes and yes if you're a child actor that's the entertainment exemption that's what you need so yes you can be a child actor no one's disputing that but you must get a permit for it and there are so many laws in California around it. It is mind-blowing, guys. Like, wait wait till you see this shit. Now, yes, we're going to see my Hihachi head again. Let's all have a laugh. And then let's go to the Deserto um, story. Uh, turns out uh, an Elgato sponsorship on the site today. Um, right. Uh, so, did Facecam break any laws with the High Sky 1 signing? So, it comes down here... Um, Right? This is just all the stuff you already know. Confirming the age. Banks and Keemstar saying we'll offer $10,000 if anyone can point to a specific law that was broke. Um, that Well, first of all, it's such a mad thing to say because the, the, the first, in the initial complaint that Tfue's lawyer put out there, he said that they were in violation of California Labor Code 1700.36, which says... No talent agency shall accept any application for employment made by or on behalf of any minor as defined by subdivision C of section 1286. That, that is any person under the age of 18 who is required to attend school. Or shall place or assist in placing any such minor in any employment whatever in violation of part four. Now, you know how it is when you're breaking down laws and, and, and all of this stuff. There's all, as, as things are defined here, as things are defined there. Now, so I won't bore you with all of that. Bottom line is, we all have a reasonable understanding of what a minor is. Yes, it's somebody under 18. There are some other specific examples of when you are a minor, when you aren't a minor. But generally, if you have to go to school and you're under 18, you're a minor. And there's a gradation of what rights you have, how many decisions you can make for yourself as you get older and um, 
pr progress through it. So, um, so I went, right? And I went to the horse's mouth. I went to the California Labor Commission and got the documents. I just thought, fuck it. And I'm amazed, right? Like, everyone's out there. It, uh, like, uh, this is a pet peeve of mine, by the way, guys. I'm sure you know what I'm about to say. And it's going to come across arrogant and self-grandizing. But do journalists actually do any journalism anymore? Like, does anybody do any journalism anymore? Because, again, I spent two, three days going over the California fucking Labor, Labor Commission guidelines, right? And, and I'm seeing guys like, you know, the fucking, the Fortnite news guy or, you know, another, you know, you know the type, the, the people who go, hey, everybody, welcome to the news. And it's like, it's the game, the game footage news guys, right? And it's like, you do know that you have a right to these documents. Anybody can go and get these documents. Anybody anybody you just go you say hey the the one of the documents is just available on their website you didn't even need to ring them up <laughs> you didn't even need to put a phone call nobody does any journalism people sit around going well i think they broke the law well, why how why do you think that well because i'd like it to be true well you know, that's not how journalism works is it well, I'll write an opinion piece saying if they have broke the law. Yeah, okay, cool. Why don't you go and find out? <laughs> Why don't you just go and find out? So, uh, frustrating, frustrating for me because this is, again, not really a super important story as I see it, honestly. I think the Tfue stuff's way more interesting than all this high sky stuff. But it's relevant when we want to start talking about you know how bad phase actually are within the framework of esports so um you know like i feel immense I, I say this every time i feel so sorry for this kid i feel sorry for the kid's parents um that basically what's happened is People have got in this kid's ear, got in the parents' ear about how much money this kid can make. And they've encouraged them to tell some lies that could actually potentially get them into trouble. Because, uh, as I'll show you, parents are liable. So if, 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 you, if you knowingly or unknowingly allow your minor to enter into an illegal employment agreement, California state law says you're just as responsible as the employer, by the way. And it, you know, and uh, it, these things count as misdemeanors. There's even potential jail time. It's serious. And they've been they've been seduced by you know, because without giving away this kid's surname, and I will not do that. I've written about him, but I don't want this kid getting fucking doxxed. And there's people crazy enough on the internet to do it. So I've never used his real or full name in any of my reporting, even though I know it. Plus, it's a very distinctive name, so you would immediately be able to get his address and everything. So I won't do it. But it's quite clear that his parents have come from uh, a background um, uh, where they haven't had a lot of money. And this, this really is their golden ticket. And FaZe have probably encouraged them to lie. This is just conjecture at this point, just me speculating. But it certainly looks like they've been encouraged to lie at some point. And probably already lied themselves You're not even a real when they realized that, oh, you have to be 13 right. to be allowed on Twitch. Because it's got to be said that for all of the lying that's gone on in relation to Epic Games and everything else, 
He was already partnered before FaZe got anywhere near them. He was already partnered on You're Twitch. not even a real journalism. That's right. So... Another day, another problem for FaZe. Indeed. Um, so anyway... Let's, um, so let's basically um, get, get into this part, which is what you need to know. Right. So let's talk about definitions because definitions are important. We've already defined what a miner is, okay? It's somebody that goes underground with a torch on their head, right? So we've defined that. Let's now talk about whether or not FaZe are in the entertainment industry because I think that's also important, right? So this is the... This is the thing i read from cover to cover while sipping coffee up on my balcony like a pretentious twat pouring over fucking california child labor laws like what a fucking exciting week i've had right so let's talk about uh, if i remember rightly it's on page 36 uh entertainment and its definition right yes i've read all of this look how it look how interesting it looks You'll notice there's not many pictures in legal documents. You do get the occasional graph and the occasional chart. Um, and, oh, by the way, you have to cross-reference this with the California uh, Labor Code as well. So this isn't all of it. There's another much bigger document. The California Labor Code is about 500 pages. You have to go through, and every time there's a number like CCR11707, you have to go in and look at the exact thing. Um, so... <laughs> Super exciting. Anyway, here we are. 34, 35, 36. What do you know? It's like I read it. Uh, the entertainment industry. The entertainment industry is defined in state regulation as any organization or individual using the services of any minor in motion pictures of any type, uh, using You're any format, uh, which includes theatrical films, That's commercial right. documentary, television program, etc., by any medium, theater, television, video cassette, etc., photography, recording, modeling, theatrical performance, publicity, rodeo, circuses, musical performances, and any other performances, and any other performance where minors perform to entertain the public. Probably some lawyers will try and argue that streaming is different wrong no way this is it's entertainment it is a minor working to entertain the public therefore phase are in the entertainment industry right so if you're in the entertainment industry well wait a minute what does this say what does this say right below it minors aged 15 days to 18 years Employed in the entertainment industry, as defined above, must have a permit to work. And employers must have a permit to employ issued by the Division of Labor Standards Enforcement. Well, oh dear. <laughs> and yes, as crazy as it sounds, you know all those scenes where someone gives birth and a suspiciously hairy baby that looks nothing like a newborn comes out? That kid's parents have a permit to use that kid in that scene. They have to have it. I think if you're less than 15 days, go fuck yourself, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. You're not even a real journalism. That's right. But look, minus age 15 days to 18 years must have a permit to work. Right? 
And before they even issue the permit, right? They have to, th th there has to be an assessment as to whether or not the environment is a proper one for the, for the, for the kid, right? There's four different types of permits for entertainment work. 10-day temporary permits, six-month individual permits, permits to employ minors, and blanket permits. Now, I looped in with a source who will remain on background, but let me tell you that the California Labor Commission has confirmed to me that they, FaZe, do not have a permit for this kid. So... I don't know what else to say. I mean, that should be enough to win that $10,000 bet, which, again, I don't want the money. It should go to a children's charity. Um, give give the 20000 to a children's charity. Someone that works uh, pr protective, uh, you know, pr protection of children, something like that. But that's enough. Like, that's game over. Like... I, I don't understand why this is, like, considered a complex issue for people. I, I saw Keemstar, like, tweeted at me, and it's an absurd tweet, uh, you know, and, and, and it shows, like, I know he doesn't believe it, because Keem's a lot of things. He's n not stupid, right? It just behooves him on occasion to appear more stupid than he is, because that's the business he has chosen to be in, and that's fine, Right? But I've had conversations with Keemstar where he is at least smarter than the average bear. Let's say that, right? Oi! That was totally unnecessary. So you're saying Terry's a legal loophole where FaZe can employ children under 15 days old to play Fortnite? Lewis, think emoji. Wouldn't surprise me. Then Coming soon. So... You know, look, and I get, by, by the way, I also want to say, I think this is a, a, an example of state law uh, being imperfect for what we do in esports and streaming, right? Because there's some other things I'm going to read to you that make little sense within the context of a bedroom broadcast of streaming. But that doesn't matter because, right, first of all, I saw people arguing with me over whether or not the jurisdiction of California would apply. People were going, oh, but look, it says in the contract. You're not even a real journalism. All agreements in this contract right. will be judged by New rich. York law. I love you too. Right? Here's the thing with that. You can put in a contract, you know, we want to use the laws of Venus. Because we like it there. Those advanced aliens that, you know, we pretend haven't been discovered yet by the government. It don't make it fucking binding unless you've got an office or some legal connection to Venus. So it's the same with New York. Like, FaZe Clan is a company principally operate, they have buildings in California. They do almost all of their business in California. Their employees live in California. They're incorporated in Delaware. So, just because one of their employees was a DA in New York, doesn't mean you get to say, we want you, we, New York state laws behoove us, so we, we're going to use them in a contract. There is no way a judge would agree 
Um, you know, with with the, the idea that New York jurisdiction, I mean, I say no way. It's unbelievably unlikely that anybody would rule the jurisdiction should be New York and not California. We're talking about a company that principally operates in California. People live in California. All the people, all the voices in the room, like banks and all that, they all live in California. Not a single person living in New York doing any talking. No, uh, no you know, no team house in new york you know they might have like a, a tiny little office or something there the connection is very clearly to california that's where they make their money so that's why it would be the californian jurisdiction so that's completely nonsense as well but but so because of that the because california is the entertainment hub of america many would argue the world this is why there are all these protections in place because yes children ch child streamers aren't actors but so far because streaming is a relatively new thing there are not special statutes there are not special laws or rules for uh minors minors and children streaming it just doesn't exist yet like we've only just got to a point you're not even where um for example, right. YouTube have put their own rules in place about having parents having to be present in the room. Twitch are now looking at what they're going to do, and they've got rules saying under 13s, but, you know, what if, and da-da-da. So there is no uniformity here. And ostensibly, there's no getting away from the fact that high FaZe work in the entertainment industry, and they have signed a contract with High Sky. Now, here's the other thing people argued about with me. They said, ah... But do you remember in the Tifu contract, Richard? They said that the person signing the contract is technically self-employed. So, duh, it even says in the laws you're citing, children can be self-employed. Well, yeah. Slight problem. <laughs> when you're self-employed, you don't enter into a contractual agreement with another company that gets to give you a salary and impose behavioral standards on you and sets targets for your work now i've not seen high sky's contract but i'm gonna wager it's a cookie cutter same contract they give out to any other player i bet it's not been specifically tailored at all and as a result of that right It, it, the, the argument that, that he's self-employed is ridiculous. You cannot impose a behavioral standard. You cannot say these are targets that you have to meet. Um, here, and, and here's a regular salary. In other words, all of the trappings of an employer-employee relationship in a legally binding contract and then say, oh, but for the purposes of, our, you know, of us having protection, uh, you, you are self-employed. So, so that, that, that's a huge legal argument that has to happen there as well. And I don't think it stands up. I don't think it stands up at all. I think trying to say that Tifu was a contractor, was self-employed is absurd. You're paying this guy a salary. He's doing work for you. You know, it, it, it's, you know, and, and again, I've talked about this enough on the stream. Employment law in America is ass. <laughs> like it doesn't help you out at all mm. but anyway 
The idea the contract is uh, bulletproof is is nonsense right. as far as I see it. Um, and yeah, people in the chat are saying yes, MMA and professional wrestling does the same shit. They do, um, and there's class action and all and all sorts going on. They also have really egregious non-competes. We're going to see non-competes go in uh, in five years. And understand, in California, California is the most workers' rights sympathetic state in all of America. And anything that is patently unfair is likely to just be deemed as such. And more often than not, and you know, the California Labor Commission will lean to and side with the workers in any over overly one-sided uh, component of an agreement, right? So, um, anyway, right. So then let's look at. Uh, I can show you the ch the summary chart, um, and I'll go into some of the other things that should have probably happened. So this is the summary chart, um, where you'll see it starts at ages 12 and 13, it doesn't apparently, this is for minors under 12, High Sky was 11 when he signed the contract. Um, school attendance, that can be, it's completely inflexible. They must attend school full-time. I mean, that's not part of the discussion. You must have... Uh, you, you, you are not permitted to work... You're not even a real journalist. ...except in the entertainment industry. Right. And only then on a permit issued by the Labour Commissioner. So again, that's where we're at at 11 years old. You cannot work a job. Uh, there, are, there are some exemptions we'll get to. But if you but but unless it's in the entertainment industry and then only with a permit. So again, it cannot be more clear. Um, you cannot work for more than eight hours consistently in a in a single sitting. Now it's uh, interesting there because this would if if all of this applies, it would also apply to his uh, stream, right? And because of how Twitch works, when it bans a channel all the videos go so uh we can't see but if he's ever streamed for uh eight hours consistently uh or more than eight hours um that that's that's what that's a that's potentially a violation um you also can't work more than 40 hours a week uh it's also your wages have to meet the state standard laid out by the industrial welfare commission which is about 11 dollars an hour if i remember rightly so it has to be commensurate to 11 dollars an hour it cannot fall below that threshold uh but there are exceptions uh for parents and personal attendants um which are like you know uh babysitting <laughs> right that would be exempt from a minimum wage and overtime requirement. There are no permits required for any self-employed minor, a news carrier self-employed on a regular route to deliver newspapers to consumers, but news carriers must be at least 12 years, like uh, uh, non-self-employed non news carriers must be at least 12 years of age. Casual work in private homes, such as babysitting, lawn mowing, leaf raking, employment by parent guardian in domestic labor or in connection with premises the parent guardian owns, operates or controls. So if your dad says, you know, here you go, son, I'm going to pay you $5 an hour to mow my lawn. 
that's fine that's why those exemptions are there or you get into um you know crazy stuff and there's a bunch of stuff specific to agricultural law as well um So again, this is I, I see you daily disclosure. I like you, buddy. Even though we're disagreeing on this, so don't worry about it. I'm not. The the rumors about me being petty and petulant and and banning people who disagree with me aren't true. I I think you have to really struggle to prove to to argue high sky is self employed. I think you really do, um, and I say this without even seeing the contract. The fact that they acknowledge a contract exists. That if a contract exists, it is likely to be the same as Tifu's contract, um, and which I have seen. <laughs> uh, so I can I can make a determination that if the contract is the same, uh, then and and keep in mind, it's the 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 law firm that's doing Tifu has basically said there isn't an argument to say that he's self-employed as far as they're concerned um and and they're going ahead with a lawsuit on that basis which would be super embarrassing if you know this is how you know it must be accurate because think of all the money and all the effort they would waste if they just turned up to court and they said yeah look it says that it's self-employed so fuck you peace peace out his contractor none of this is valid so and again so there's no way that's going to happen um so if the contract's the same i believe i believe high sky will be held to the same standard and therefore i think he's not self-employed and therefore all of this stuff about casual work whether that is streaming or not is moot um and as i said it's inarguable that phase are in the entertainment industry because of what they do and how they make their money so um and i think the the fact that, that i think it's inarguable that they do operate as a talent agency without a license too now you know i'm saying inarguable i'm using i'm being hyperbolic there the whole point of any legal case is to present arguments the best arguments available so it is arguable but what i mean is in my mind i think the stronger argument is that they do they are in the you're not even a real journalist they do operate as a talent agency That's right. and these laws and, and and standards should apply to them because they operate in the state of california so um hopefully hopefully that makes a little bit more sense um but 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 again sure i i, I think maybe you know, if, if 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 the contract is different, maybe maybe there's no contract at all. I mean, what better way to be bulletproof than to just have a verbal agreement in place because he's a minor? That's entirely possible. But then again, that would then throw up its own issues and potential violations under a different subset of California law because you, there's only one thing worse than improperly employing a minor um, w with a contract, and that is improperly employing a minor without a contract so you know it's it's it, it's a it's a it's a tough one uh to to really gauge without seeing any of, of the contract exactly where it is but i'll get into it a little bit more basically all of these things are likely to apply now i also found out something interesting while i was looking into this uh and apparently and this is stupid in my opinion this is another area where the the law because it's coming from entertainment and the studio system and movies and tv shows uh and not streaming this is where the law is a little bit imperfect so when you come down to here um i i'll tell you about uh where was it uh, yes, here it is. 
An argument could also be made that FaZe were required to hire a studio teacher, right? Uh, to be on the set, which would be High Sky's bedroom, every you know, time he broadcasts. That's right. Now, that's mental. Because, and I, 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 I went over it. And over it, and I, right. I, think, I think this is the code How here. How do you deal with anxiety and stress? Alcohol. <laughs> Alcohol and comfort eating. Uh, this is this is the uh, code. Studio teacher. So I didn't even know what a studio teacher was. Uh, I'd never, I, I'd never heard um, of a studio teacher before. So it's exactly what it sounds That's like. Right. It's not even complicated. A studio teacher is literally a teacher that is employed by the studio to sit there with the kid and you know whenever there's a break right is some maths is some of this is some of that and they basically are there to ensure the kid is still getting education in the downtime if they miss school but here's the thing even if the kid goes to school you still have to hire the teacher so that's ridiculous but but it's based around the the studio system basically being like when when you take a child actor you know we've all done tv shoots right i'm sure you've all done a tv shoot i've done tv shoot they're long days so very often you you wouldn't be at school you know so you have to have a teacher sit there with you doing d during the shoot if you're a minor Make sure that you're getting an education and the act is like an additional, like, protective element. Now, California are insistent. And, and th what this says here is, uh, there are no exceptions. There's no exceptions. If you work in the entertainment industry and hire a minor and film a minor, a studio teacher must be That's present. Right. I can't it believe be it. A... It seems, it seems absurd. But it, it, they're very clear on it. Let me just show you, um, hang on, I got the uni and the studio teachers here. So you can just see what they say about it. Is this it? No. This was this the one? No. Well, anyway, if you go if you go to the uh, official studio teachers web website where you can sign up to become a studio teacher and take an exam and get a certificate and all that, it literally just says it there on the front page. Yeah, if 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 you're filming anything in California, you need a with a kid studio teacher has to be there. They're like, it's guaranteed work in California, motherfuckers. Because everyone's filming shit. And everyone wants their kids to be famous. So, th this is an example of a, a very imperfect thing. Because that makes no sense. Can you imagine? So, not only now does High Sky on YouTube have to have his parent in the fucking room while he's streaming. 
apparently there has to be a teacher present as well. Going, All right, okay. Well, you see, you could have killed that guy there while you were playing Fortnite if you would have just your angle slightly. Why don't we come over here and I'll teach you about Pythagoras theorem? Something you're never going to practically use in your life. Yeah, okay, great. Like, fuck that noise. That's ridiculous. And I checked and I double checked and I checked with a lawyer. And they said, yeah, <laughs> that's right. And I was like, but how would that work for streaming? And they said, well, quite clearly it doesn't work, does it? It's still, it's still something that would be expected. So that's just mental. So. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing is just so convoluted and stupid right now. That, um. It, it it really does look bad. Again, like I'm, I know people are going to say I'm biased. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm biased the other way. Maybe Keemstar's super biased towards FaZe, and I'm super biased against FaZe. Because I'll be honest with you, I've never really liked FaZe from the moment that I saw them doing all this shady shit. They got away with CSGO Wild. We all know it. It's hilarious. I'll tell you another fucking story that happened to me today. I was getting my... Um, I was getting the dead man, the dead man's drive backed up. I thought because it's quite an old hard drive, and I've got, I've got everything in various bits and pieces, but there's only one dead man's drive, right? And it's quite old, and you know I power it on and off every now and then. But I thought I'll take it to a data, get a data transfer, get it put on a new hard drive, one that's going to last a bit longer, and have a backup, you know. So I walked into the fucking place where I got it done. And um, I was behind some people in front of me, and I'm just there, you know. And um, the guy goes, the, the 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 guy goes, wait. You're not even a real journalist. Are you Richard Lewis? That's and I went, I mean. yeah, I'm R Richard Lewis. And I figured, like, that there was something going on. Because I think um, You're not the, even a real journalist. the computer guy had That's put right. my ticket name as Ricardo Louise. And I was like, well, you haven't listened to me on the fucking phone, you know? But it was, it said Ricardo Louise, right? So this fucking guy knows me. And he was like, fuck yeah, I know all, I, I follow all your work. And we were talking about some of the stories I've been working on and stuff. And I was like, well, yeah, well, that's what I'm in here doing. I'm, this, this, I'm getting the dead man's <laughs> drive all backed up. So I probably shouldn't have told him that because he might want to keep some of the juicier parts. Trust me, mate, if you're watching, there's all sorts of wicked shit on there. Um, but but I was getting a MacBook repaired as well. That has a bunch of all sorts of stuff on it. So, but he seemed a cool kid. He was telling me, you know, we, we sat and we had a chat for a little bit. And telling me how he's been a computer technician for, you know, for years and... He's an expert in X, Y, and Z, you know, stuff I don't understand because I'm a boomer. And he built his first PC when he was eight. Right? But, um... But, yeah, he was he was a nice guy. And, uh, so that happened. But anyway. <laughs> R slash that happened. But anyway. Um... Yeah, maybe I am biased towards FaZe. All the CSGO wild shit's on that drive, by the way. All of the stuff. 
I was like looking at it on the MacBook that I got uh, back today. I was like sat in the back of the Uber, just like looking, going, "Fucking hell, have I still got all this?" Oh, hello, lights, penis. Yep, great to see that again. How I've missed that. You know, all the fucking shit from Inside Riot, the the old Riot employee, um, empl new employees handbook, all of fuck yeah, all of Riot Lights dick pics are on there. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is this is some fucking amazing shit. Um. And, uh, and of course, obviously, the guy, the guy's probably seen all of that shit, too. Like, but uh, without the context of knowing what he was looking at, he probably thinks I just have, fit, like, an Asian boyfriend. <laughs> and I've just got a hard drive full of my Asian boyfriend's dick pics. No, he works for Ryan! He was Whatever. I don't mind. So anyway, you know, I've I've not I'm not liked Faze for ages, cause of that shit. Cause they got away with it. You know, I've got all of it. I've got all of the articles of incorporation in Antigua and all of the addresses and all of the like weird overlap with Gagey and all this stuff. It's all on there. I never liked them. They're full of shit. They were full of shit when they did that Kickstarter for the video game they never made. Oh, by the way, cheers, boys. They were full of shit with uh, fucking everything. They're just full of shit. Uh, this is Saint Archer. So, anyway. It's just nice not to have a light beer. Yeah, I figured I lost a bit of weight. I owe it to myself, unfortunately, with my fucking body and its ability to blow up in very short periods of time. I, I was down 20 pounds overall, you know? Me and Anders, we've been on that big fitness tip looking good. I'm gonna I'm gonna drink two two cans of this while I'm on this stream and probably gain like 10 pounds overnight. So uh, that's just how that works. Um uh. So anyway, I never liked face. So I might be biased. I might be internally biased. I might be doing that thing where you can't help the bias. And you, you're so biased, you convince yourself you're not biased. But I think all of this looks terrible. I think this looks really bad. I, I, I think um, FaZe have just been running around doing whatever the fuck they want. And I also get an inkling, by the way, based on my, you know, journalism. based on my background source... Uh, with the California Labor Commission, you remember how, like, Tifu said, oh, I'm not gonna pursue all of that stuff, you know, the broken arm or whatever, and the fucking underage drinking, and the high sky stuff. I think the genie's out the motherfucking bottle. I think the California Labor Commission are having a good fucking look at FaZe right now. I don't think they can, I don't, I think, I don't think they can avoid it anymore. You know, you got you got this lawyer talking about it. It's blowing up in like mainstream publications, like Hollywood Reporter in California. That means something. Now you got some fucking dickhead journalist with an incredibly sexy British accent. It's got to be said, um, calling up and asking all these questions. No, they're, they're incorporated in uh, Delaware, but again, it, I don't think it matters because of jurisdiction. The the, the 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 jurisdictional application would it it generally comes down to where you do business. So anyway, 
let's just have a look. We'll go back to the uh, summary chart, right? And it talks about penalties down here, right? And um, <laughs> it sounds... <laughs> It's such a great chapter, isn't it? You just have all this graph and you check all of the things and what rules apply and, oh, you need permits for this and you do... And then you get here, penalties for violating child labor laws. Right? So you've got your civil penalties, which are obviously ones that, you know, you bring about in civil cases which are defined as a class A violation or a class B violation. This isn't necessarily, because no one's talking about suing them. So we can probably ignore it. If you're curious, a class A violation, and this is per violation, which would be every instance of him having streamed. <laughs> so just saying, that'd be quite a bit right um but the civil stuff doesn't matter because i said no one's suing them over it but but if you're curious uh it carries a penalty of not less than five thousand dollars and up to ten thousand dollars per minor employed for each and every violation now generally a class a violation in the civil suits are when someone's been in uh, a hazardous environment um or they've been working in manufacturing like sweatshops uh you know or anything dangerous like door-to-door -door sales but the clause about uh having working more than eight hours a day without a 12-hour rest period is in a class a so just saying class b is just like where you don't have a permit that's pretty much what we're talking about here and that has a a, a civil penalty of between five hundred dollars and a thousand dollars um as well as uh you know you can also get the money if you have failed to pay the minimum wage and get the money back as damages um any compensation any blah, blah, blah. it's the criminal penalties that the california labor commission would be looking at and any criminal violation of any of the things in here um uh, either have a fine or you can get six months in prison in the county jail And yeah, the picture, the picture's because of scribed, not the document, but it is nice. It's a welcome. So, so just saying, I, like, I don't know. I, I'm not saying anyone's going to jail and I'm not even saying anyone's going to go fine. I don't even know if the high sky thing's going to blow up, frankly, but this is for me, if, if the California Labor Commission do decide to get involved, I think they've got plenty of fucking leverage, plenty of evidence that's on their side. And I, I, I think I think FaZe really don't want to get embroiled in a legal battle with the California Labor Commission. Also as well, since we're here and we're talking about FaZe. Um... There was a video um, put out by The Score. Uh, let me just see if I can find it. Where was it? 
talk to Tifu's lawyer. Yep, this is it. I'm quite glad because they didn't get the soy drinker to do this one. You remember this? Remember the score? The guy, the soy drinker, who uh must win match. Oh God! Houston Outlaws. The Houston Outlaws. We don't have an owner right now. Anyway, um. You remember the soy drinker that basically fucking said, like, now listen, I used to be an idiot like you too, right? But I did some research and I have concluded the OK symbol is the most hateful symbol since the Roman salute to sweep the world, you know? Um, that guy, I'm glad he didn't do it because it would make the video insufferable. So instead, they got this guy rocking a rather nice mustache, um, you know? To, to break it all down now the the important bits uh are obviously where they interview the lawyer so we can skip to that they give like a summary here but um not only do they have the lawyer who represents tifu talk um they also have a separate independent esports slash entertainment lawyer come in and talk about the points as well so it's actually quite a well done video because they were cognizant of the fact that just because you're talking to a lawyer who has a vested interest in representing the facts of the case in one way they did consult with another independent lawyer to sort of uh, react to the points tifu's lawyer lawyers made so it's it's about as balanced a video as you can get in the circumstances without sort of having somebody from phase there um so anyway basically it's saying two things number one You're that phase plan is violating california law by That's acting right. as a talent agency Nine in the state months. of california while Less not being free. licensed as such number two that the agreement is in violation of section 16600 of the california business and professions code what exactly does that mean well, you know, some of us did explain this like about three fucking weeks ago in a long and extended video, which, you know, for some reason didn't blow up as much as it should have done. Probably because it was four hours long and no one has an attention span or the stamina or testicular fortitude to really get into the weeds of important cases like this. Everyone wants a little fucking 10 minute primer, don't they? But anyway, it's good that you caught up. I mean, we'll get to it. Now, why this actually matters beyond being illegal is that if FaZe Clan is doing this, it means they don't have to abide by the laws and regulations that govern talent agencies in the state of California. So Friedman says that if they were a licensed talent agency, that Tifu would have never had to sign this original gamer agreement in the first place because no regulatory body would ever approve it. Had FaZe Clan applied for a talent agency license and obtained a talent agency license, they would have then had to have their contract approved by the California Labor Commissioner. And a contract such as the one they have could never be approved by the Labor Commissioner. And therefore, Tifu would have never been handed a contract that would have looked like the one that he got because any licensed talent agency would not be allowed to use a contract such as that. Now, these. So. Just in case you, you didn't quite catch all of that, uh, yeah, interview edited for brevity and clarity. Obviously, when you talk to lawyers, they have a tendency to go on and, you know, and uh, I do the, the same thing, obviously, when I'm talking about legal stuff. But basically, that is that is a, a key component that I don't think a lot of people picked up on. When I did my video, what I, what I explained was that basically if you have uh, a, 
uh, a business operating as a talent agency without a license it pretty much almost always invalidates the contracts but this is another little interesting facet that nobody has talked about up until this point and i think it's one of the most important things that come come out of this video honestly and that is that uh when you are a talent agent uh in the state of california the there is a regulatory body that dictates what the contracts must look like what clauses they can contain um what you can and can't demand of a client what you can and can't do for a client what you can and can't expect a client to do so these things uh, you know are, are, again have a hugely important bearing on whether or not this contract will be found void because obviously if if we say phase are a talent agency First of all, you have the fact they don't have a license. And then second of all, now you have this additional component that their contract would never pass muster, even if they did have the license. So that's like just, it's like the double slam dunk there. It's the Tomahawk jam. Um, second thing that the lawsuit contends is that Tifu's original gamer agreement violates section 16600 of the California Business and Professions Code which states, quote, every contract by which anyone is restrained from engaging in a lawful profession, trade, or business of any kind is to that extent void, end quote. The other action is a lawsuit in the Los Angeles Superior Court. And that lawsuit is based on, in part, a violation of what's called 16600 of the Business and Professions Code. And what the code stands for is you cannot illegally restrain an employee or an independent contractor in California from working for someone else. Basically, Friedman's... So, this this expands on the point that I made uh, in my video when we, when we broke down the Tifu contract, that this clause is unenforceable. The, the clause that demanded, if you, if you don't recall, that basically he would he would not be allowed to work for anybody else he would not be allowed to live stream uh for six months well obviously this has a huge bearing on not just his ability to make a living but his ability to sustain his profile right because you you know if i can't stream my subs decay away people lose interest another streamer could come in and do what i do and find my audience who aren't watching me and then my that they become his audience and then they don't ever re-engage with me it can be incredibly harmful and lo and behold brian friedman's found the exact um statute not even necessarily in in the california labor code i think he cited something else um but basically that says you cannot do that and it will not be upheld in the state of california which every lawyer i know that looked at that clause anyway immediately said that is going to be unenforceable that is so going to be unenforceable um and remember why phase are doing it phase don't want him to go away and create his own organization unimpeded they want to do as much as they can't can to harm his profile and prevent him competing with them as a rival business that is the, what they truly care about it's got nothing to do with any of the other stuff that's all smoke and mirrors all this talk about family and betrayal blah blah it's got nothing to do with that it is he will create a competitor that will eat away at phase's bottom line uh, and potentially one day replace them in terms of stature and size
says that if you're designated as an independent contractor and not a full-time employee, that you're not bound to be employed only by a single group or business. So no matter what you hear from all the drama videos out there, those are the two main thrusts of this lawsuit. Now, yes. one of the more interesting- And that's another thing I like about this video, actually. The, the, the fact is that they're on the same, well, they're on the only page of the book that matters, right? You go out there and everyone's like, oh, Tfue just used face for cloud. And then other people are like, 80-20% split, man. It's like so greedy and predatory. Like, none of that matters. Like, none of it matters at all. It is like background noise to the main stuff. Like, because they don't... It's not about getting uh, a fair contract for Tifu. It's about proving this contract is void. That is it. That is all they care about. Um, and as, as a result, the 80-20 split becomes irrelevant to that argument because we've talked about it. You cannot argue that that in itself is such an unfair contract. The, un um, the unconscionability clause isn't going to kick in here. It's not going to play a part. As I talked about in my first video, you know, we can't make an argument to say that the contract is so unfair it should be unenforceable. We can't make an argument to say Tifu wasn't of sound mind when he sound, uh, signed the contract and that it, and, and, and on that basis it needs to be annulled. None of that is going to apply here. And it, it's so dumb that so many people have wasted so much time and so many people have got caught up in that shit. And you can spot the idiots straight away because that's what they talk about, you know, when, when they come into the YouTube comments and they go, Oh, Tifu's a traitor. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't think you're ever really going to have a handle on this. Maybe you should just go, like, you know, watch Cops or go gawk at something that's a bit more, you know, watch Dog the Bounty Hunter, something that's more in line with your IQ, you know conflicts between the lawsuit and Tifu's gamer agreement is that the lawsuit was filed in California and alleges that the gamer agreement breaks California law. However, the gamer agreement has a clause in it that states that any legal action around that gamer agreement has to take place in the state of New York. So which one supersedes the other? Well, according to Friedman, perhaps unsurprisingly, it ain't gonna be New York. FaZe Clan, their principal place of business is in California. They operate out of California. They're incorporated in Delaware. There's absolutely no reasonable relationship to the state of New York. Now, it of course makes sense that Tifu's own lawyer would take that position, but I also talked to a few other lawyers who specialize in esports, and at least one of them, Josh Marcus of Toronto's MKM Group Law Agency, seems to agree. The allegations with regard to a California statute would be brought in California. You know, I don't think there's any question that that's the right jurisdiction for that. <laughs> I court. can't believe and people are arguing like there's no reason so, why so Tifu can bring a claim that the contract is oppressive or violates any California laws. That that would still be brought in California. Now, one of the main points in that is a good point, Kai. I didn't actually realize that the first time I watched it. That headset is so massive compared to his little. Is it because he's got a tiny head? Or like, I don't, like, cause that's like, I'd expect like a fucking helicopter pilot to be wearing that shit. It's like, I feel sorry for this motherfucker. That's insane. Hello, I'd like to talk to Mr. P. Heed, please. Is he available? Can I see Mr. P. Heed? Fucking hell. Cause look, they're not even extended, are they? They're like covering the entire his cheeks
Like, that's mental. Anyway, good good spot, Kai. Good spot. Any California laws, that that would still be brought in California. Now, one of the main points in all of FaZe Clan's communications since this lawsuit came out is the reiteration that they've gone back to Tfue time and time and again with better and better contracts that have, you know, better and better revenue splits and that they're trying to make things right and trying to get him on as Irrelevant. best a contract as they can. And Friedman does confirm this. However, he says that the contracts that FaZe presented Tifu with behind the scenes when this whole thing started weren't even legal. Those kind <laughs> They probably weren't, were they? Oh, FaZe. Oh, I fucking... What, what would we do without you, though? Let's be real. Okay, tell me why, Brian. Give me some sugar. Contracts provide for illegal procurement also without a talent agency's license. And even worse, those contracts actually try to get Turner to waive the California Talent Agencies Act and the <laughs> illegal procurement provisions, which is, by the way, legally unenforceable because they're to protect <laughs> individuals and artists. Uh, that is mental. That is mental that they tried to... Hey, you know that thing that you totally can't waive? Will you just sign a contract that says you're not going to use it? You can't waive a protective law for like like that. Like, what is that? Like, I can't believe FaZe have any, like, like, it, it, it seems insane to me that Lee Trink was a DA. He's not even the head of uh, legal counsel over there. I forget the guy's name. But, like, these guys, this is like clown shit. Like, it, that is unbelievably stupid. And again, you have to understand, sure, Brian Freeman is obviously a biased source when talking about the rights and wrongs of what FaZe have done in this case as it relates to his client. But he is not going to publicly say this unless he's got the evidence to back it up. You have to understand that because it would just be so easy to discredit him and by extension, uh, you, perhaps even the actual case itself when it got to court. So he obviously has these contracts that they offered Tifu, and they've obviously done this. They've obviously said, yeah, can you just say, sign here saying you waive uh the the california uh talent agency act like you can't do that <laughs> and no one could possibly sign something like that that would be so illegal now speaking of new contracts one of the most interesting things friedman told me which i think is completely new information in this case is that it wasn't just phase clan presenting tifu with contracts Tifu's team actually presented FaZe Clan with a proposed contract and they rejected it. FaZe Clan was presented with a contract. Turner would have Thanks for the $25 jerky. You appreciate it, buddy. Good to see you. I heard the circus is hiring new talent. Perhaps they can get all of FaZe Clan's management cause. There's no way these guys ain't clowns. Cirque du Solais? 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 There's something there. Yeah. I'll get Duncan to work on close that. Close to a legal contract as you can get, but apparently that wasn't good enough for them, and they decided to uh, 
mark up about half of it, get rid of about half of it, put in their own provisions, which again made it illegal once again. This is really interesting because it challenges the narrative of this whole controversy up until now. Until Friedman told me that, it had seemed at least to me that the entire point of what Tifu was doing was just to get out of a contract, that it didn't matter about any 80-20 splits, any $60,000, nothing in the details mattered, that Tifu just wanted to get out from under FaZe Clan, and FaZe Clan would do anything to retain him because he was so valuable to the brand. Now, if this is the case, if it is true that Tifu's team offered a legal contract to FaZe Clan and they essentially rejected it, that challenges that. Now, Friedman began representing Tifu after his team had presented that contract to FaZe Clan, so he wasn't able to tell me any details about why FaZe Clan would reject it. And frankly, I'm still confused. Isn't the game here from FaZe Clan's side of things just question. to keep Tifu on FaZe Clan? They don't care about making a dime directly off of Tifu. His value to the brand is there just being on the brand. I would really love to get FaZe Clan's side uh, of the story, especially in regards to Good this particular issue. And again, I'm gonna keep trying, and if they do update me with any information, I will be sure to pass it on to you guys. I'm sure Another Banks figure that got tossed around a ton too, so. in the first few weeks of this controversy was the $60,000 figure. Yeah. Specifically, FaZe Clan saying in their communications that they only took $60,000 from T. Now, if you remember, I talked about this as well. This whole $60,000 thing is just so rotten for a variety of reasons. And it's really crazy that FaZe put this like front and center in their like defense about how they're like really super nice guys. Because first of all, $60,000 for a client of that size shows that you aren't representing them in a way commensurate uh, to what they could get independently. Yet you're demanding that you, uh, any potential clients, sponsorship deals, that you're demanding Tifu basically defers to you. So it shows incompetence. Uh, and then second of all, this $60,000 thing is completely disingenuous and has been from the start because all the, right, they said, oh, we took nothing from his, um, you know, uh, G Fuel codes, the, you know, the creator codes or whatever they're called. Well, first of all, yeah, because they didn't exist. Uh, <laughs> they they didn't exist at the time you signed the contract, so you've got that there. Um, second of all, um, every time you sell a FaZe shirt with Tifu on the back, every time you sell a shirt in general because a Tifu fan wants to now buy into FaZe because that's his home, that's his you know, that's the org that effectively employs him, you're making money off Tifu. So this whole we've only made sixty thousand dollars off him was a lie was a lie from the get go. Um, and again, it's another classic smoke and mirrors game that FaZe are playing. It's complete garbage. When it came to this dollar amount, Friedman was not impressed, saying that it's completely disingenuous and does not represent Tifu's value to FaZe Clan's brand. First of all, why, why are we sitting around believing that they only took $60,000? You know, how you could rely on their $60,000 figure as to what they made off him it's disingenuous. I mean, do you realize how much money FaZe Clan is making by having Turner as part of its team? How much advertising they're selling? How many sponsorships that they obtained because Turner was part of their team? It's almost laughable to think that they are saying that they took $60,000 from him and that's it. When they've made 
millions of dollars through sponsorships with Nissan and other companies by virtue of the fact of having popular gamers, the most popular of which was Turner. So to say that they've only made $60,000 off Turner is a complete fiction and doesn't take in the reality of how much they've made on their videos, how much they've made on their YouTube channels, how much they've made through sponsorships, brand deals, and otherwise by utilizing Turner's name and likeness and by having Turner as part of the team. Now, since we're past that, forget about the $60,000 and forget about any 80-20 splits because neither of those things, according to Friedman, were the most egregious, the most shocking parts of Tifu's original gamer agreement. Is what I think is the most shocking provision in this entire agreement. And, and that's the agreement that says that at the end of the term that he has to sit out and can't play any video games online publicly for six months. And and why would that provision, if, if you ask yourself, be in a contract for someone like him? Think about this. If he doesn't go online, doesn't stream, doesn't play for six months, what will that do to his following and his subscriber base and his career? It will absolutely, irreparably harm his career. So how you could have an illegal provision that is essentially a non-compete, that does not allow him to compete or even on his own to do his own craft and stream or publicly play video games online for six months is shocking. And I'm really, really surprised that that's not the part of the contract yep. that people are looking at and saying, wow, that's unbelievable. That would destroy someone's career. Another piece of clarification I got from Friedman was regarding the original parts in the lawsuit surrounding underage drinking, underage gambling, and Tifu allegedly being pressured into doing dangerous stunts. Very quickly after the lawsuit was filed, Tifu came out with his own video saying specifically that he wanted those allegations removed from it. Friedman told me that he agreed with that and indicated that those allegations would be taken out and that that is not the point of the lawsuit at all. Technically, it's like an attorney client thing, but okay. I respect my client and to the extent that there's a mistake put in there or there's something in there that he didn't want in there, I'll own that and that's not an issue at all. And I think that he's right in the sense that, you know, it's really not what, you know, notwithstanding the fact that Banks comes out and, says and admits to the underage drinking, it's not what it's about. This is not what the case is about. It's really what it's never been about. So what happens next? It's been almost a full month since the lawsuit was originally well, filed and Tifu's legal team started this whole process back in September. Now this perhaps isn't the most shocking thing in the world, but according to Friedman, one way or the other, Tifu is getting out of his contract. It's gonna happen one way or the other. Face Clan's contract is gonna be deemed to be illegal, gonna be deemed to be void, and they know it. And they know they've been violating the law. It doesn't take very much to stand up and be honest about it. <laughs> I should do like this guy. I don't we give a fuck. poor ownership before, and we've tried to change the way we do business, and we're going to do business differently, and, you know, we're going to do it with Turner. And I think that's the ideal situation. Barring that, it's going to be the courtroom. It's going to be in front of the labor commissioner, and the labor commissioner is going to look at this contract. The labor commissioner is going to look at all the illegal procurement that's happened. The labor commissioner is going to void this contract and say, no, 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 can't treat people like that.
You can't operate as an illegal talent agency and try to get away being unlicensed. And, you know, I'll, I'll just put the question back to you, right? Would you go to a doctor that didn't have a medical license? For esports lawyer Josh Marcus's part, he feels that it is more than likely that this case will be settled out of court. Yeah, and which I agree means, with unfortunately, this. Unfortunately, we probably won't I've get said a lot that of many dirty times. details going forward. Like Odds are already that this case will settle. Given the publicity, I'd Back to say helicopter it's even guy. more likely to settle. Given that, you know, there's been a lot of numbers thrown around here. Um, I would love for this matter to go to trial. I'm sure, you know, certainly all the lawyers would and, and the media would because oh, yeah. then we could actually see what comes out in the evidence. We'll see how much players are making and where that money is coming from. And that will all be a matter of public record. Even so, he says that this case has already made a significant impact on the esports industry. You know, I wouldn't hold your breath for, for exciting news coming out of a lawsuit anytime soon, but certainly it has the industry up in, in a buzz that, you know, teams, I can tell you, are certainly more cognizant of issues like this coming up in the future. Um, we've seen a few teams say, hey, will you look at our contracts and tell us just how unreasonable or whether whether it's in line with the industry is really the better the better way of putting it. And you have at the same time, I think players are, are more cognizant of the fact that they need help reviewing these contracts. And, you know, it might be a dream to go and play video games for a living, but the excitement has to kind of take a backseat to reality. Now, Friedman says that whatever happens, he hopes that this won't just resolve things for Tfue, but actually change the way FaZe Clan operates. He ended our interview by issuing a challenge to FaZe Clan. I yeah. challenge FaZe to do FaZe the right the thing. Fuck up. I know that a judge and the labor commissioner will find in our favor, and I know that we will win, but it shouldn't even come to that because FaZe as an organization should be about the people, and it should be about protecting people, and it should be about doing things legally and properly, and that would help everyone. Thanks for watching. If you want. So there you have it. He's, uh, I know, man, I, I, I like the Brian Freeman guy. He sounds like he knows his stuff. I said right from the start, I think there's too many hurdles for FaZe to clear, especially in California. I think it's absolutely, if it goes to court, the, the contract is going to be deemed to be uh, unenforceable across the board. There'll be a material breach somewhere. Um, and honestly, the longer FaZe persists with his stupid pouting, the worse it's going to be for them because... The longer the case is circulating, the longer the you know the, the closer we get to it actually being in, in in a court of law, the more likelihood that the California Labor Commission is going to get involved, that other uh, other employees, I, I guess you call them, but other talent on the face roster is going to be like thinking, well, I can get mine, you know, like. I, I think the best thing they can do is just quickly, quietly settle, you know, you've, you've given Tifu a bloody nose in the court of public opinion, you've convinced some of your dumber fans that you're the good guys, uh, that's about the best you can hope for here, and they should take it. Um, but but I, I definitely feel that it's going to be uh, settled out of court. Now, uh, my, my boy, Daily Disclosure, just linked me to Lee Trink, did a tweet, what was this? Uh, oh my god. Is this from May 29th? <laughs> oh god. Uh, this guy. You're not even a real journalism. That's right.
man. This is fucking embarrassing, dude. Like, uh, you know, these guys are just so full of themselves. And they're, they're just, like, they just can't help but lie, dude. Like, it's fucking insane. So this is an article on um, Bloomberg. Oh, hello. Talking about this uh, lawsuit. And just, like, listen to what Lee Trink's saying. Like, just look at this shit. The lawsuit has sparked a wider conversation about competitive video gaming and whether its infrastructure and player protections have caught up to the fact that esports is now generating serious money. FaZe Clan Chief Executive Officer Lee Trink says his organization is already working on new contracts that are better adapted to esports in 2019, one that gives players more of the money they generate. There's actually a contract sitting on my desk we, that we've been talking about for months. A new era contract, said Trink, who acknowledged that the industry is vastly different today than it was last April. This is nonsense. Right. There has not actually, right. There has not been radical changes in the last year. That is a lie. I work in this business. I am an expert in this business. I have been around in this business longer than Lee Trink. You were still fucking up cases uh, as a fucking DA, you know, and doing your thing when I was uh, reporting on this industry. I've seen radical wholesale changes. The, the, the change between this like last april to this april is so marginal it's so marginal so don't try and say the industry was so fucking radically different um you, like there's no way you, you know, cannot say journalism. that the, 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 the industry is radically That's different right. and that you had Please to rip off tifu you know and, and give him a shit contract a year ago because of how the industry was positioned i can't believe you would try and actually commit that lie to print and be happy about it absolute nonsense like we had all the vc groups back then we had all the franchise franchise leagues back then fortnite had blown up back then like i don't i don't understand I, what what is so different i'd love to know um we're, we're focused on trying to think down the road about what this business will look like. So we're not waiting for change, but actually being agents of change. Oh, yeah, you're going to be agents of change for the industry because all your shady little practices are all going to be laid bare and everyone's going to be like, well, how can I not end up like FaZe? <laughs> so, yeah, you're definitely going to be agents of change, not in the way you think. And then they just talk to the usual the usual suspects talk about ninja talk about agents yeah garbage garbage fury dodged a, a 10 punch combo did he fury just what did, was it fury and four like i said you're not even a real journalism Told you, I, I wasn't right. going to pay or watch it. He was going to fuck that guy up. He did it in two. There you go. Like, thank you. Appreciate the tier three. So, like, look, there's one thing I know, guys. Boxing. Um, I had Anthony Joshua, like, go in the distance 
and and winning on points i didn't think it was gonna be like a narrow win on points you know i didn't think he was actually gonna lose like a fucking pussy but i knew he weren't right going into the fight i knew he wasn't gonna get a knockout but this is like this this was a huge mismatch tyson fury like this is just a a, a, a stay warm fight while they try and get uh deontay wilder to to for the rematch which is the big money fight um so yeah fury fury easily in four i you know i, I was going to be a little bit more bold but you know a four round is a quick knockout so to do it in two he's just the best uh right so yeah phase wait wasn't there something else about phase not too oh yeah 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 yeah. here's what we can talk about as well because right did you notice again back to my point about journalists does anyone do journalism anymore um right after i did my live stream um and remember i showed you all the lawsuits they were involved in right and i explicitly said what they were and where to find the case cases and everything well, finally, because people, like, listen to my fucking uh, stream and listen to me and listen to my tweets. Finally, they actually, somebody basically got around to writing about that lawsuit, right? Now, keep in mind how long that lawsuit's been in the docket for, how long you've been able to get those fucking things, uh, those, uh, have access to those documents. Here we had the Daily Dot finally did it. Face facing, second lawsuit, a minute, right. First of all, Daily Dot, your headline's wrong. Because they're embroiled in a lawsuit with the apparel company, the Tifu lawsuit, the lawsuit with Hubrick. I also think there are some secondary lawsuits relating to Hubrick. I think they're also being sued by Hubrick. And I'm going to show you another one because I guess I'll have to talk about it on stream for somebody to report it in the mainstream press. Right? Um... But here you go. In addition to the ongoing legal battle with Turner Tifu 10, he faced in the midst of a second lawsuit with an now defunct social media platform, Hubrick, which claims FaZe broke away from the company and raided its corporate offices overnight, according to a new report from The Blast. Well done. Um, so you're not even doing the original reporting and you get your headline wrong. Excellent. The two companies began working together to help build the esports organization from the ground up. This is all the stuff I talked about. And it's been, in, it's been there since 2018. You're not even a real But they journalism. finally, people are talking about it. That's right. But look, I'll show you the other lawsuit. I got, I got the document. Yeet. I'll show you the other one. Where was it? Was this it? Child labor. Here you go. Here's the other one for you guys. Tell you what, Blast. Maybe you can get around to writing about this. They're also uh, in, a, in a lawsuit with a media company because they didn't pay them. For content creation, I got the document right here. The Hilton Media Group, it's called. Again, filed in 2018. Nobody talked about it. Nobody brought it up. Um, in fact, actually, wait there. I'll, I'll get a beer and break this down. This is this is a good one. You guys will you guys will approve of this. So, well, I'll leave you with Captain Freedom for a second. I'll be right back. Are you ready for pain? Are you ready for suffering? If the answer is yes, then you're ready for Captain Freedom's workout. Yes, it's America's yeah. own Captain Freedom. That's the ticket. No pain, no gain. 
Good old Captain Freedom. Right, where are we at? Uh, okay. So, this is the Hilton Media Group Incorporated versus the W8 Media Corporation, a Delaware Corporation, Wonderset Incorporated, a Delaware Corporation, FaZe Clan Incorporated, a Delaware Corporation. Right, and they've demanded a jury trial. Um, so, also, um, more shit going down in California because this, this is, which also shows they work in California because it's a media company in California. So, these are all the standard uh, introductions to a complaint, all the definitions. So, uh, what are they accusing FaZe of doing? Well, breach of contract. So, the Hilton Media Group uh, says, on May 30th, 2017, they entered into a written consulting agreement with Hubrick USA, uh, which, keep in mind, this was when Hubrick and FaZe were partnered up and thought they were going to take over the world with a fucking social media platform that they said would be bigger than Twitter. That's what all that Hubrick shit's about. And everyone's a scumbag in that case. I've read them all, I've read all the documents. It's mental. Hubrick went to FaZe. Thanks for the $5, uh, Unix. Appreciate it. Hey, Rich. Glad I was able to make the stream in time. It looks like Farzi has more lawsuits against them than competent staff to sustain them lols. Really sad how it had to take a T-Feud to expose all of this stuff. Well, look, right, so I'll just give you the broad strokes of the whole Hubrick bullshit so you can get up to speed with that, because eventually it's all going to come out anyway. But just so you guys know, the people who watch my stream and actually give a fuck about, you know, information. <laughs> um, okay, so what happened was you had this guy who was running this tech org called Hubrick, and he invested in a phase using some money he got. And he said, look, Hubrick's going to be bigger than Twitter, but he was full of shit. And he'd, they, they lied about, like, how many users the platform had. They did some unbelievable shit where it was, like, um, because people weren't logging into Hubrick, because it was just a nothing platform, they basically gave free movies away. If you logged in, you got a code, and you could go and download a free copy of a movie. And then people logged in to get the codes to get the movies. And then they used that data of people logging in to say, look how many users we've got. But people were only logging in to get the free movies. <laughs> right? So, they Hubrick misrepresented what they had to FaZe. But FaZe were morons and jumped on uh, uh, straight into it. And then did a bunch of crazy shit with those guys. And this all happened at the time where they were like, both parties were slowly coming to terms with the fact that everyone involved was a dirtbag. So, anyway. They entered into a written consulting agreement with Hubrick USA to perform various talent and production services. A true and correct copy of the agreement is attached as Exhibit A. On information and belief, the signatory to the agreement, Hubrick USA, is a business entity of unknown origin and type that is owned, operating, managed by the defendants, um, is a DBA uh, of the defendants, has been subsumed by defendants, and our defendants are the successors and interest to Hubrick USA. 
The Hilton Media Group has at all times performed the terms of the agreement set forth uh, in the manner specified by the agreement pursuant to the defendant's requests. Uh, pursuant to the terms of Section 7 of the agreement, yada, yada, we're not going to look at the agreement, it'll take too long otherwise. Despite HMG's performance of all service pursuant to the agreement, defendants have failed and refused and continue to refuse to tender their performance as required by the agreement. Defendants have not paid the Hilton Media Group the $162,834.83 in past due amounts owed to HMG pursuant to the agreement. Additionally, the defendant refuses to pay HMG $270,000, which represents compensation owed to HMG pursuant to the agreement from September 2018 through to May 31st, 2019. Right? So they also, this is the uh, second cause of action where they basically say that because of the nature of the agreement they've got, it would be unfair if the defendants were allowed to not pay them the total $432,834.83 that they are owed. So, close to half a million dollars we're talking about here. No small potatoes, right? Um, and here's the, here's the, actually I do want to show you the agreement because this is what they were paying for. So you remember all that content that Faze started to make, you know, around about 2017 where they kicked it up a notch. And they started doing like a professional podcast and having interesting guests and everything. That is what this company were helping them do. So they, um, that the, the, what the Hilton Media Group were doing were basically going out and reaching You're out to talent, journalism. you know, people to be on the podcast, That's people right. work on the podcast for them. Um, they acted as a go-between for management and PR companies. They maintained relationship with the Hollywood community on behalf of the company and held creative workshops to basically decide what type of content will be best for the company. Right. So you can see here they also provided video production services where they would shoot and edit an average of three videos per month of the series to be shot at the Hubrick LA house. And what they would provide would be a full film crew for the episode, which included a director of photography, uh, a, a, a camera operator, and an editor, as well as full access to an editing suite. They would have the following camera package per episode that would come out for the setup. They would also do graphics for them. So pretty much everything. And you can see here, this is how the payment broke down. Blah, blah, blah. Um, there's also like just some indemnity here that uh, for liability purposes where, you know, you, they would have to pay out a million or two million if certain clauses were violated. But there you have it. All signed. All agreed upon with the Hilton Media Group. So, I don't this is still ongoing. This this hasn't been de decided uh, I think because of the demand for the uh, jury trial on this. So this is like another potentially half a million just in unpaid money to a media company cuz I think they did um I think if I remember rightly from other legal documents, because there's a ton of like filings and, and other documents with this. I think that these, this was the company that did the whole, what was it? Parents Basement or whatever it was called, that podcast. And they had basically got some like celebrities 
uh to to go on that too um mom's basement sorry my bad probably should be called parents basement because you know sexist otherwise so there's there's just like there's just so much shit going on with them right now i've been saying this for fucking ages face our problems Faze have a ton of problems. They don't act right. They don't behave right. They don't pay their debts. They 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 employ scumbags. They lie to their fans. They lie to the community. They're terrible for the industry. And everybody gets fucked in the end. If you deal with Faze. <laughs> 